Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? Super special episode this week. We have Jeff, El Jefe Reviews, on the podcast today. Uh, so super great to get a new face or a new voice, I guess, since this is an audio podcast, uh, onto the show. And uh, I figured it would be he would be one of the perfect people to have because we just got the release, the official release of the Nothing Ear Once. So we are literally coming together to talk about nothing. In the first half of the show, though, I uh, get familiar with Jeff, uh, especially for the benefit of all of you viewers who may not already be familiar with El Jefe Reviews. Make sure you get into the links in the description so that you can check out his content if you are at all interested in audio products, uh, sound products, anything like that. You definitely want to be checking out El Jefe Reviews. So with that said, let's go ahead and get into this super chill conversation. Such a great time catching up with Jeff uh, in this episode. Let's get into the conversation. Enjoy. Turn my mic up just a smidge. Hopefully that's not too bad. Um, all right, cool. Well, Jeff, aka El Jefe Reviews, El Jefe, El Jefe Reviews. Thank you so much for being on the show. And this is going to be literally the first time in quite a while that I've had a fresh face on the Pocket Now Weekly. Nice. Uh, so, welcome. And I guess no better way for me to just uh, get into this as than to just ask, how have you been? Like what? How have you been? <laughs> ah, man, so far I've been doing doing okay, man. Just a little tired, going through a a, a little spot of uh, creator burnout for the past couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. um, pushed myself really hard. But I decided like not to feel guilty about it, just take the time off that I needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was trying to get back into it, like drop a video this weekend. I don't think it's gonna happen, but just been working on scripting. So just kind of took a few days off, played some video games, watched the movies, hang with the family. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. Just kind of take it easy. We are absolutely going to come back to that in a little bit. I do want to make sure that for our audience who might be very new to El Jefe Reviews in general, um, first things first, I do have to give a bit of an apology to you because I found out because, okay, here's the thing. I have watched a good amount of your videos over time, over the last like couple of years and whatnot. And then I clicked on one of your videos. I wanted to revisit your Sony WF-1000X Mark IV video. I wanted to revisit that. And then it said right next to your name, subscribe. I'm like, I'm not subscribed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No worries, man. I couldn't believe it. So I hit that. And then I thought to myself, man, he's going to think I'm the worst because like we're going to have him on the show. And then he finds out last night I'm subscribed. (laughs) (laughs) So I apologize for that. that. (laughs) Uh, No worries, man. I don't worry about that too much, man. It's, It's one of those things where I'm happy for people to watch. If they subscribe, cool. If they don't, no worries. Um, but it's just one of those things that if they do, I want it to be, you know, cause they're, cause they're watching the, the videos. They, they like the vibe. They want to come back. And, um, thankfully I've been able to build a pretty, a pretty strong community that way. Yeah. Um, and so far it's been good. Yeah. That was the thing that I, cause I, I revisit when in revisiting your WF video, I was like, Oh, 160,000 views on that video. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, and like, it is, off. and you, you were so comprehensive in that particular video, like certain things that you were mentioning in there, I hadn't even like realized about those earbuds and I use them every single day. Um, I don't know if you saw, but after I put my video out on my channel, not pocket now, but my channel, I actually mm-hmm. used YouTube shorts to correct the fact that you could use either earbud independently as yeah, long as you weird. Exactly. As long as you turn off Google assistant. Yeah. That's such a, it's such a quirky thing. Uh, they really need to kind of get that under control through a firmware update. Cause like what? Like, how does Google Assistant affect the connectivity? Like, what do you? T- I know so many earbuds that do not have that problem. Mm-hmm. I believe the Pixel Buds A, for example. Yeah. So it's like if if 
if they can do that with, I, I'm talking about thirty dollars earbuds that can do this kind of stuff. Why can't Sony's flagship do this? So that's that's an easy. That to me, that's low hanging fruit that they need to just do for the community. And I thought it was so funny too because literally none of like we have so many products where they just like shove tutorials in your face and like that yeah. was never documented in any of the apps, any of the documentation or anything like that. That's why I was like, okay, I hope you can. I hope my audience can forgive me for not knowing this because I mean there was one commenter that was like yeah. abnormally upset about me not mentioning it like <laughs> they always are dude i know find the one thing <laughs> well since we have since we have you on and you might you might some of our uh listeners or viewers well this is not a video podcast but some of our listeners might be new to to you i i wanted to ask and i wanted to like open up the floor for you to like kind of give your give your story about youtube and your kind of your origin stories about how you became a content creator especially in the audio segment in particular i mean you're killing it on the audio side but in general what brought you to youtube and to this kind of work um well mostly um so before youtube what um i was that i was that dude that was always getting gadgets always buying stuff on amazon always you know going to best buy um picking up power banks or whatever you know whatever i had i remember buying like an Android tablet that was running Android two. And that thing was trash. Like it lasted, it, it lasted one day and then just, you know, so I'm talking about, you know, tech going way back, like, you know, an eighties kid. So I've always been that, that dude. And then once I got a little bit of extra change, you know, every paycheck, I would try to treat myself to something. If it was mm. a comic book or, uh, you know, a new trinket, a new gadget, something. So I was already doing that. But on top of that, um, I was always adamant about like sharing experiences with people. So whether it was on Facebook with like my friends group or, um, doing even Amazon reviews is kind of where it had started. Mm. And I was leaving reviews on Amazon of the products I was buying, but it really wasn't, um, it really didn't hit me until I was watching other review channels and stuff on YouTube. And I really started getting into watching that stuff. And I started kind of clicking in my head, like, you know, maybe I should be doing this. You know, I'm a part of so many people's communities, you know, why shouldn't I do this myself? So the initial idea was around 2015 where I started kind of ideating like, you know, should I have a channel? What should it be about? And, you know, kind of coming up with different ideas of what I wanted to do. And it wasn't until, um, it was like 2016 where I really decided like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start saving up for a camera and a microphone and lighting. And like started looking at all the stuff I was going to need. And, you know, I was like, okay, I need $5,000 for all the stuff I need. So I'm like, I'm trying to save up money. And I happened to casually be watching my buddy, Paul tech, um, who does a lot of cell phone coverage, mm -hmm. um, like budget phones and stuff. And in his video, he kind of casually mentioned, oh yeah. And then I'm using this LG K whatever, um, to edit all of my videos, to shoot and edit all of my videos. And I was like, pause, rewind. What did he just say? And then I, I think I left him a comment and I was, Hey dude, did you say that you record and edit all your videos on a cell phone? And you know, he was like, and then he responded like a few hours later and he was like, yeah, totally. I use this phone and this phone and you can totally do it. You just need this software. And I was like, Oof. that was it. And then I think it was like, that was February, 2017. And I got my, I finally grew a, grew a set of balls on in May of 2017 and dropped my first video. And then it was off to the races. After that, I, I made a commitment to myself um, that first year, like that when I shot that first video, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this for a year. I'm going to put out a video every single week and see where this goes. And that was like the biggest favor I did for myself. And that was from watching a, when I was watching videos like how to start a channel. Mm -hmm. And I believe I came across Sean Cannell from Think Media. Think Media, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and they were like stressing consistency. They're like, dude, you have to be consistent. Consistent schedule, consistent message. So I took just that schedule portion of it and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do a video every week. 
And um, that's really kind of where it got started. I was still working a full-time job. I mean, technically, I still work a full-time job. Um, but that's what I was doing. And, and that's sort of where it got started. And I was just doing general stuff, like basically anything I had lying around. I was like toys, Lego, um, headphones, uh, battery banks, you know, anything that I could get my hands on. And um, that's sort of where it started. But when I started doing headphone and earbud videos, mm-hmm. the traffic was much higher. And okay. in those videos, I always had more fun because it was something that I genuinely enjoyed more than like a power bank or a tablet or whatever else it was. And I think the audience kind of responded to that because it was substantially more views. Like if I was pulling, you know, 40, 50, 60, maybe a hundred views on a video. But then when I did a headphone video or earbud video, it was like hundreds, if not thousands of views. And I'm like, there's something to this. And um, that's when I decided to, uh, I think it was right around late 2017, early 2018, I started linking up with like Zach Talks Tech and Viper and all these guys on Twitter. And they were like, hey, you know, maybe you should think about just going straight into into headphones, like try that out for a few videos in a row and see what happens. And so I, I basically invested five videos or five to 10 videos in a row. And it was just like bananas, like the channel really started moving. And I was like, all right, here we go. And that's what I, I was stuck. I was stuck at like 450 subs. And when I started just dropping headphone video after headphone video, just going after that target audience, man, it, that's when it really picked up. I hit a thousand like in an, another five months. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's been on like Donkey Kong. And, and I love doing it though. That's the thing because not that I don't like other tech, but I don't like it as much as I like audio products. So, so where, where does that, where does that interest sort of come from? Because I, I do notice, I did notice on, on the listing of your videos that you have a few non-audio products here and there. Like yeah. uh, I saw the tick watch there. I think I believe uh, I saw that um, for example, but like, where does the uh, interest in audio in particular really come in for you? Was it something you've always had even growing up or uh, is it really like how, you know, if you're going to niche your, your, your content on the channel and it just kind of snowballs into that, or is there more of a history to it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's something from, from childhood growing up and stuff, because mm-hmm. music's always been such a major thing in our lives. Yeah. yeah. And my, my older brother, who's, whose face is right here, um, he, you know, he was a, he's a DJ still is to this day since we were kids. He was, he's been DJing since the late eighties and it was like, music was everything like hip hop growing up in that lifestyle. And around b-boys and stuff and but even before that even before that stuff came around it was like it goes back to my mom playing music while she was pregnant with me putting headphones on her stomach and playing soul music you know it goes back that far so it was you know it was always music in the house it was cumbia and latin music when she was cleaning and then we were listening to music music was a part of everything the soundtrack for my entire childhood and so that's how far back it goes and then moving into junior high and high school i was the kid who always had a boombox. I was that one dude who always had a boombox and, and tapes with him. And that was me, you know, had either Walkman, had my little boombox with me all the time, but that's how it always was. And then when I got a car, I always had to have the best stereo system. And <laughs> it just, that's just the way it always went. And, yes. and when we moved into, you know, fast forward into what we're starting doing now, um, it was a good convergence. I had excellent timing. I always say, I wish I would have started YouTube sooner, mm. but I started right at the right moment because that was around the time where true wireless earbuds when i first started were crap you had the airpods and then you had everybody trying to make something similar Mm -hmm. and most of them were trash so i started right at the right time 2017 right at the at the beginning of what has become a massive industry and it was a perfect like i just couldn't my channel grew along with the way that this whole whole thing has grown but um 
that's really where it comes from is my love for music. And now that that's what I do is testing headphones, audio products and stuff like that. It's really an excuse for me to just spend time listening to my favorite music and trying to find the nuances um, between different products. And also sometimes when something is so good, rediscovering songs that I've heard hundreds of times. Yeah. hundred percent. I, you, <laughs> your story about having the vest, uh, sound system in your car brings me back oh, yeah. to, cause when I was growing up, my brother was more or less that person. Um, and he put, he used to be that guy or he was, I should say not used to be as if he could be again, but he was that guy to put that huge subwoofer in the trunk. Yeah. And it was just when he would pick me up from school because he was in high school and I was in uh, junior high at the time he would just like everyone knew when it was time for me to get picked up because he would just be bumping all over the place at my elementary school i was like what the heck man um so i was like oh josh's brother's here like <laughs> yeah right oh yeah <laughs> and it was oh, always dude. the same stuff and also like i love that you brought up like you know hip-hop and all of that i mean you and i were i'm gonna start i'm gonna start a group i want to start a group chat of people who are I, I know that cali is you know where we both call california home but mm-hmm. you know you're you're more northern california i'm down in socal um but i want to start putting together because there's such a big group of tech people who are like all on the east coast like in new york and whatnot i want mm-hmm. to call us like the west coast coalition mm-hmm. <laughs> like i want to make a group so that we have like our own communication out here because we got like tk juan um mm-hmm. yourself i'm trying to remember who else is in the area but like we should be able to get like a group together to be able to talk and and to keep in touch and whatnot um oh yeah absolutely i always complain about how there's no one in like nothing happens in cali like the tech companies yeah. never bring stuff out here <laughs> yeah no for sure i mean some stuff is, you know i've been lucky that sometimes there's been advanced pre pre-pandemic like stuff was going on out here i was invited to my first uh or sorry to the second uh samsung unpacked event the last one in 2020 i was i was actually able to be there i was shocked but it just sucks that that's that like, was a san francisco my, one right yeah, yeah yeah so it was like yeah so it was, it was perfect for me because i was like all right cool i'll just you know take the train and get over there and do my thing and um and it was perfect you know went to my, my first ces in january then unpacked in february and then shut down everything so i was <laughs> like ah, i was getting there man oh, like no. it was so it was yeah i was starting to get, kind of make it to these events and stuff and um you know basically just kind of rubbing elbows with a, a lot of creators who i you know kind of came up watching and who have been really have opened been open arms to me mm-hmm. um which has been a great blessing you know because these guys don't know me from a can of paint and you know just to to be there and have people recognize you that you're like man i've been watching our videos for years and then they're like hey i know who you are i'm like what the hell <laughs> so yeah it's 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 it was a cool feeling but yeah well by the way um uh I told Jaime that I was having you on for this week. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Nothing Ear One a little bit later in the show. Oh, for um, sure, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that. That's our product for today, I should say. Uh, but oh, also, nice. um, Isa is currently uh, sitting in Manila Airport, ready to come here to L.A. No and way. I told her that I'm having you on for the Pocket Now Weekly, and she goes, oh, my God, say hi for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. So finally she's able to get out of there? Yes. Uh, I've been nice. alluding to it over the last few shows, but I'll finally nice. be able to see my girlfriend for the first time in basically 18 months. So it's uh, yeah. uh, I'm, It's funny how, like, you know, I'm really excited for it, but I'm also almost nervous. Like, this is how yeah. long we've been apart, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, nah, man, it'll be it'll be like yesterday, dude. Trust me. I, I'm sure. So, I'm sure it will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so that's not to not to pull focus. I just wanted to mention yeah. that she wanted to say. No, nah, I'm really happy for you guys, though, dude. Like, Issa is an amazing creator. You guys are both amazing creators, and and just the side the side story of that is a story worth telling in and of itself. So. Oh sure, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so as far as uh, um, so that kind of brings me to uh, one of the trends. I wanted to bring up a trend from 2020 because you were saying that. Uh, so you started in 2017, got to a CES, got to an Unpacked, and there might be all of these people who you watch on YouTube, but because of the the way the world has been over the past 18 months, like that's how I became aware of you via like live streams and all of these little hangouts that we would have, like this whole world of doing live streams on YouTube or anything else, like really opened my eyes to this whole community. Like you were mentioning a few other people like Zach and Viper, like these, Mm -hmm. you among you and them are people that I only really got to know over pandemic. So like, Mm -hmm. like, it's it's great because like we feel like we know each other so hopefully once we are able to like get together whether it's an sf or down here like we'd be able to like just ham it up and just go straight into like a person person to person podcast or person to person like talk or even just hang out in general yeah no and i remember seeing you and isa at ces but i didn't want to bug you guys oh so i was just <laughs> like i didn't want it so yeah but i remember i specifically saw you guys i saw you guys at two places uh, i think it was at where they had the TCL event. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys were at that event, but um, it was, I forgot what, what hotel that was. And then I saw you guys back at the actual CES at the, at the main floor. On the main floor, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as as I always say, like, you know, just come and say hi. There's literally no reason not to. And um, yeah. was it the TCL, like, okay, we're not breaking any NDAs by saying this stuff, but was it the yeah. specific TCL briefing room? I think so. Yeah. I think it was where uh, they're showing off like the new TVs and back when they unveiled the, the 10 series. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's the funny thing for anybody that's listening. Like TCL tends to be like one of the first companies that we end up seeing at a CES. And they're always like one of the coolest companies to see because once we get in there and we get our content done, there's always like a bar in the corner and like <laughs> just yeah. start hanging out with them. Yeah, no, they're super cool people, man. They've they've been extremely generous with me and uh and never never rush me on anything, which is super super helpful because I'm always behind on everything. So so it helps. That, yeah, I actually wanted to bring that up too now because like I I did also see as I was revisiting your channel over the last number of days that you you did say you wanted to take a little bit of a breather this week and you yeah. were just telling me before we got on the call that like you were hoping to get a video out and whatnot. I got to tell you right now, I feel your pain. I feel you like so much. I am constantly in that state of I'm not getting enough done. I want to get more done. So like how, how has that kind of journey been? I know every creator has a different way of tackling that this burnout or at least exhaustion or overwhelm that we all tend to feel. How do you sort of tackle that? Uh, It's gotten a lot better. Like it's gotten a lot easier because for me, more than anything, it was guilt more Mm -hmm. than anything else. And that's what would mess with me. And it would mess with like my self-esteem and my confidence because in my own head, uh, you know, I've got the evil Jeff in there, you know, saying, dude, what are you doing? You're failing. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know? And more so the, the, where the guilt comes from is because I have a vision for what I want my family's life to be. Hmm. And following that vision, you know, for the past, you know, three years, cause I didn't have it at the beginning, but I got it along the way. And following that in the past three years, I'm, I would say probably about, uh, half halfway there to where I want to be to that goal. Mm-hmm. But and when I, when I'm not making videos, when I'm not being productive in the back of my head, it's like, I have this dude telling me, dude, you're failing your own dream. You have a vision and you're mm-hmm. failing it. You're, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing to get to that dream. So that's where that comes from. But, you know, dealing with burnout last year was, was really tough. I had a really bad June and July. Um, it was cause anxiety around the pandemic and everything yeah. that was going on. And 
you know, so it was, it was just really, really bad then. And then the guilt. So I had it happen again in January, but I kind of had this thing, I had speaking with different people and stuff. And it was one of those things where it's like, you got to not stress over it because now if you're burned out, now you're going to stress yourself out because you're not doing stuff. Now you're making it, you're doubling down on the stress. Yeah. So basically now it's more about like, just let go. And if you can't do it, if you're not in the headspace for it, basically I just now say, you know what? I'm walking away. I'm going to go sit down on the couch. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to go play some video games, just do something else and just take my mind off of it. And then if I'll try to come back, whether it's the next day, next couple of days and see if I can make it work. So I tried to sit down in front of the camera last night and I couldn't do it, mm. which is, which is fine, but I didn't sweat it. It was like, all right, I couldn't, I couldn't like get, get myself going. But in the meantime, what I am doing, cause I do feel productive and have the energy for it. I just been writing up my scripts. So mm. when I am ready to get back in front of the camera, I'm going to have videos ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So, um, but that's really what it's been. It's just been tough. But th- this one, this particular burnout stage because last six weeks or yeah, prior to last week, the last six weeks before that, I went really hard. Like I went, doubled my content output, went really hardcore in it. Um, because there was like, oh yeah, the tech drought. I'm like, you know, the heck with the tech drought. I'm about to double my, my content and make sure my views are up. And I, it worked. Like I effectively doubled my views that, that when everything's supposed to be slow, I was literally doing better. And I wasn't trying to rub it in people's faces. I was just like, listen, everybody's complaining about low views. I'm like, not over here. Because <laughs> I'm grinding. <laughs> I mean, what's funny about that, though, and I think you can probably corroborate this, is like, even if views are might, might be a little bit low, the fact that you're putting mm-hmm. content out there still exposes you to the people you want to work with, which are the brands. Right. And eventually yeah. they reach out to you and they continue to give you devices when the drought starts to like... Uh, go away for example Um, because if you're just like because there are some creators that are like okay no one's really watching anything so I'm not going to make anything but then when the time comes when people watch are you going to have the products that they're watching for right um but also 2020 was a weird year right like well, for obvious reasons but also the fact that despite there being a pandemic and the world being on pause wasn't it that the tech industry just sort of like they ramped up somehow yeah I couldn't believe that. Like, I just, can we all, I kept saying, can we all just calm down? Like, no one can buy a phone right now. Like, should, no one should buy a phone right now. Like, what is happening? Like, we're not going anywhere, right? <laughs> exactly. When, uh, when another pair of headphones comes out with A and C and I'm like, I'm not on a plane. <laughs> like, right. I'm, not, I'm not even flying right now. What am I yeah, going to do? Go on a road trip and ask my mom to drive me for an hour and just be like, I'm going to test these for an hour. Can you just drive? Like, <laughs> Dude, that's that's what I always said, man. It's it's one of the things where it's mostly like making sure that they can check off the boxes because it, it's funny how that works. Like it's a anytime I'll I'll put up a video about a set of earbuds that's above a hundred dollars and they don't have noise canceling. That's the first thing that people complain about. Yeah. Where's the noise canceling? Where's the noise canceling? I'm like, dude, not everything has to have that. Mm-hmm. And some companies don't do it because it ruins the sound quality in certain instances, or it changes it enough that whoever is the decision maker doesn't want to cross that line. So, um, cause that's happened a couple times and you know, where I'll talk to the, to whoever the, like one, one company that I was talking to, I was actually talking to the owner, the CEO. And I was like, Hey, so how come no active noise canceling on these earbuds? And he was like, cause it's going to mess with the sound quality. Mm. He's like, there's a, there was a shift in EQ. He's like, we had testers that had noise canceling and no matter what we did, it messed with, with the frequencies and they were not willing to sacrifice sound quality. I'm like, you know what? Respect. Yeah, I respect that completely. So yeah, so that was kind of cool. But people, it's just they want the kitchen sink. 
and they want it to be perfect and it's just like come on man so that was another detail that i i i learned in revisiting your wf review is that um the fact that when you turn on ANC or ambient noise or ambient sound, I should say, um, mm-hmm. that it can actually change the EQ sometimes. And I realized there are some earbuds where I did notice that where the best mm-hmm. possible sound quality comes through when you have ANC on. So mm-hmm. does that mean that they only tuned it for that mode and they just kind of whiffed on the rest? Or like, it's kind of weird how the sound profile could literally change based upon just how much noise is coming in. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, because we have to think about like, what the earbuds are doing to cancel noise mm-hmm. and then they're throwing in that anti-noise or whatever you want to call it so that's what's kind of messing with the way that that it sounds and then they have to make adjustments on that so it, it's one of those things where either it's one or the other it's either they'll sound best with noise canceling on or they'll sound best with it off mm-hmm. and it's something very very strange but um i've noticed it for a long time and i i definitely i've been calling it out for a long time like that was something where I kind of got known for it. And now I make sure companies know about it. And thankfully yeah. now they listen. So like the last one I had was with Soundcore with their new flagship headphones. And I told them like very plain and simply, I, I emailed them even ahead of time because we have a very good relationship. Hmm. And I told them, I was like, here's what I've found. Here's what I think you should do. I'm not an engineer, but hopefully you can pass this information onto your engineer so they can fix this. Yeah. And, you know, I put out the video and people were like, holy crap. Okay. And, um, sure enough, three weeks later, hey, we've got a firmware update that addresses that that EQ shift issue. I'm like, perfect. Thank nice. you. So it's stuff that, you know, we call it out. Some people are like, oh, yeah, you're being too nitpicky. And I'm like, I'm trying to do this for you. You're being trying like, to get you, you should, a better product. You should respond back like, you're being too nitpicky just because there's ANC or not. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, come on, man. So, yeah, it was. It's it's a win for all of us, man. I mean, you know, I try to keep it as fair and balanced. I don't want to trash products. That's not what I'm about. Yeah. Same. So yeah, I, so I just what, want to keep it and make it better for people. What are, so in that case then what are, since, since there is, like you said, there's this boom in, in particular wireless audio, but of course audio in general has like so many different options and devices and products in it. Yeah. Um, what are some of these like key metrics that you do look for? Like not to say, of course you're not going to bash any, any products, but what are sort of, sort of those like upper echelon, those higher end premium tier things that you do look for? What are the things that make you look at a, at an earbud and go earbud or headphones and go, this is dope. Um, usually if, if we're talking about earbuds, normally what I'm looking for is, um, something to stand out is if it's multiple things, great, but like outstanding battery life, mm-hmm. or, um, if it's, we're getting into now multi-drivers on true wireless earbuds. So that stands out. Um, the use of higher resolution codecs is nice. If they're mm-hmm. using Aptex adaptive, um, a lot of these new ones are st- starting to support, um, LDHC, which is more on the, um, Chinese side of things, but, um, it's still nice to see. And, you know, stuff like that. If they're starting to come out or even LDAC, you know, Sony went with LDAC. Soundcore just released or re-released their Liberty 2 Pro also supporting LDAC. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So it's it's one of those things where we're starting to see that. We're getting a little bit more high res, higher fidelity for, for Bluetooth connections. So stuff like that really catches my eye. Multi-driver catches my eye. Noise canceling, I mean, cool. But I think they can only push that so far. I think with what Bose and what Sony have done, anything stronger than that for me becomes disorienting mm. and it's like we're we're pushing ANC to a level where i'm just like this is almost too much like <laughs> we don't need to g- silence everything like i completely get it 
but it's like how much stronger can it get like the only thing i can think is they could optimize it for higher frequencies maybe to block out voices but aside from what it is i think we're almost at the uh point of diminishing returns when it comes to that particular feature so one that would catch my eye right now is somebody outside of jabra and huawei offering um multi-point connections that'd be oh that'd be dope. yeah good point so but the only people that i see doing that mostly is headphones but um you know, not to not to bring up Soundcore again, but they're the one of the few companies that actually has. They have a set of thirty dollars headphones that offer multi point, and a mm-hmm. set of seventy dollars headphones that do it, and then one hundred and thirty dollars. So I, I couldn't believe their thirty dollars headphones had multi point. I'm like, are you freaking serious? Nobody else is doing this, <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing it at thirty bucks. Like, come on, man. It does get a little bit annoying. Like, for example, with the Sony's, where like you have to actively disconnect from one and then get to the other, or even worse, this is this is probably one of my few real pet peeves with truly wireless earbuds. The pairing mode being triggered by going like this with both earbuds, <laughs> like this is just a little cumbersome to me. I love I love it better when there's those buttons on the case. Yeah. That let you oh, it's such a better that. process. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I remember one time I was sitting in New York City with the uh, WF Mark Threes, mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the middle of like, what's the name of that area? Meatpacking District. And I was just like in front of a cafe, and I was just like, this is. Like, I was like, I look really weird right now, don't I? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's so much easier now. It's that's one of the things where I think they've learned a lot. Not everything is perfect, but. I remember reviewing True Wireless Earbuds in 2017, mm. and this is what I kept telling people that as as every like 2018 came, and it was a huge leap forward. Good connection, good volume, um, you know, stable connections, good battery. I'm like, all right, this is really starting to progress. And then we got into 2019, it started getting harder to find faults in these products. Yeah, 2020, it's like a plethora of amazing options. 2021, now I have to nitpick them not having certain features because their entire other rest of the feature set is is on point so it's been a crazy evolution to watch in in such a short period of time Mm. um we're talking three and a half four years and that's it's crazy where we went to from where we were to where we are now what they offer like even like the the edifiers the ones i just did a a video on um what these are offering for a hundred bucks is just wild um, you know, strong noise cancellation, ambient mode, app support, uh, LDHC codec, uh, their, their multi-driver, their, you know, dynamic driver with a balanced armature. I mean, they just, they threw everything. Out. The only thing they're missing, I believe, if I remember correctly, is wireless charging. That's literally the only thing that they don't offer. That was the thing I was so, going to ask is like, where do you land on some of these sort of extra, cause if we're grasping at straws now, one, a few of those straws are like Google assistant, wireless uh-huh. charging, what else? Um, uh multi-point uh, multi-point and um i'm trying there was i'm trying to think of the word for it um like full waterproofing for example oh yeah yeah like ipx7 yeah mm-hmm. yeah so where do you yeah. land on like those features like how much do they add to the experience for you um in how you evaluate earbuds or um, i mean yeah i mean just for me it's it just depends i mean my use case is going to be different from everybody else so i kind of weigh things out on level of importance to me Mm-hmm. And I'll try to include all the information because I know for some people it's very, very vital. Like they need to know for their specific use case. Yeah. So I try to cover all of those bases. But for me, like, uh, like water resistance for me is not a huge deal because I don't. If I'm going to work out, I'm not going to be wearing earbuds normally, um, and it, I don't get caught out in the rain and stuff like that. So it's not a a big deal for me. I know other people in different parts of the world it is. So, so you've so never you've never been like me and showered with earbuds in. <laughs> Oh no, I tried it before just to, just to test it out. Yeah. But I was, um, 
to me, it was very disconcerting because i couldn't hear what was happening in the shower like sure. i couldn't hear what's happening i, I only do one i only do one yeah. i'm just like that <laughs> yeah. it was super disconcerting i'm like what is going so it was just too weird for me so i, I have speakers in the bathroom anyway for music oh, okay yeah so it was just one of those things where i'm like i'm not feeling this but i see why people do it like i, I was talking to one of the one of my uh, community members and uh apparently the the school that he's at has communal showers and they can't they're not allowed to have bluetooth speakers in there Mm. so if he wants to listen to music he has to wear his earbuds so he was always bugging me like hey what's the best one with ipx7 and you know that that fits in well doesn't have a stem like so everybody's use case is different and that's why i try to live in the comment section as well um because people will be like hey you know they'll say oh what's better this or this i'm like what are you using it for mm -hmm. you know because some people just sit down and listen to music and i've got perfect ones for that but some people want to work out there's stuff for that there's people who want to make sure that they can swim in them stuff for that so it just depends on the use case like for me i usually weigh the highest for me is going to be sound quality of course and then connection and battery um to make sure you can use them make sure they stay connected and that they sound good um after that everything else is just you know icing on the cake so, so what are you rocking right now then um let's see what am i testing at the moment or what uh, are your go-to's rather like if uh let's say you're not testing anything right now what do you reach for Normally it would be, which, which, sorry, hold on. Which one was the one that I was using last? Oh, normally it's the, um, either the one more Comfo Buds Pro. Ooh, okay. So, so those are excellent. The tuning on them is, is superior to, to most out there. Um, and the other one is the, um, the Sennheiser, uh, Momentum 2. But the only issue with the Momentum 2s is they have shorter battery life. Yeah. But, um, what they've done with this new um, high-res tuning that they offered now in the app, um, it makes their sound closer to like an in-ear monitor. So it's something that like people who had them and like set them to the side, I'm like, hey, do the firmware update, turn on this mode and let me know what you think. And it like widens the sound, it really opens it up. So um, that one is just, it's excellent. They sound so, so good. So I love that you mentioned I love that you mentioned those because I've, I've said in a few reviews myself or a few videos myself, I'm actually, I'm, we're going to talk about this later, but I'm actually trying to move away from the term review <laughs> more yeah. and more because everyone thinks every video is a review. So it's like me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I've said in plenty of videos before that I wouldn't, if I, if I wouldn't say that a certain earbud I'm testing is the best sounding, it's because the momentum twos exist. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how Sennheiser has been able to do what they can with those. I, I I totally agree with you there. They're a little bit. The fit is a little bit weird. Like I I tend to have the um mm -hmm. I tend to have the most like average ears of all time. So most like earbuds will just go in just fine. I don't need to change the the bud or the uh, silicone tip. But mm -hmm. the the actual like body of the Momentum Twos are like just a little too big for 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 my sort of area here. It's the only earbud that I've ever really felt that way about. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that from a lot of people, and um, you know, for me, they're they're excellent. They fit me very well. I think for me, if anything, um, they probably give me a little fatigue maybe after like two and a half hours ish, mm. where I'll start noticing it. But that's usually what'll happen is I'll put them in, I'll start listening to music, and I'll start working on my stuff, shooting B roll, whatever might be going on, and then eventually I'm like, oh, that's not feeling too good, and I'll pull them out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, for me, they're excellent. They're actually, as far as like sound quality, they're actually my number two because. Um, status audio, they still hold the title for me for number one. Um, the, the thing with status audio, their earbuds, um, 
they are essentially a one trick pony. So they're a triple driver. They're the closest that we've come to an audio file to an in-ear monitor type of sound in a set of true wireless earbuds, but that's all they do. That's mm. literally it. So like the microphones are not good. There's no noise canceling. There's no transparency mode. There's no wireless charging. Oh. The battery life isn't, isn't super exceptional. It's literally just, if you're going to sit down and listen to music or watch videos, there is almost no better experience than what they will offer you. Okay. But they're a one trick pony. So like when people want all of these other features, then I, there's like, there's no app support either. Like they're, they are bare bones. And I tell people like, listen, this is essentially an in-ear monitor mm-hmm. for the most part in a wireless format. So, you know, people want all the other features. I'll get them somewhere closer, mm-hmm. you know, with a different product that offers all the extras and gets you close. Um, but they still just for peak performance, they're, they're the ones, um, but they're, they're just weird. I th- I'm sure you've seen them before. They're, they're an odd look. They look like a pill. I think oh, I is that understand. right? Can you give me the name yeah, one more time? Uh, status audio. So they look like this. I'll pull one, one of them out here real quick. So they have this very oddball look. Let me see if it'll focus or not. Let me block my face. Yeah. So they kind of have that kind of squared off little look to them. <laughs> so yeah. So they're, they're a little, they're a little funky, but yeah, oh, I changed the tips. From that other them. angle, it looks like the top of like a, I mean, I don't know how kosher it is for me to talk about this on the show, but it, the, from that one angle that you started them off with, it looked like the top of like a jewel. <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? It was like the top of a vape pen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're even, uh, even a button control. Like they're not even touch control. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah, they're, they're, I'm telling you, they're super rudimentary, but um, the sound quality of them is just like, that's the company that talked about that wanted ANC, but then said, nah, we're not going to do that. Like they were just where we want the best sound quality like that's that's what they were after and they their other products are excellent this isn't this is their first true wireless mm. but their headphones like the status cb1 and their in-ear monitors they do a lot of wired products and they took that that ability that know-how and put it into these um true wireless earbuds wow so yeah so they're they're excellent but they're just not for everyone because you know people want more so True. I mean, like you were saying before, use case scenarios are very different for everybody. Like I, I have already admitted to showering with in this, in my case, the Vista twos are the ones that I use. Um, but also like the ANC and the WF Mark threes were actually what I used without anything playing to help my mindfulness practice. It was my way Uh of doing some meditation. Um, so there are very, very varying like degrees of use case scenarios and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so Got to know you for a little while here, and I'm sure we'll have you on for plenty more shows, but let's go ahead and get into a little bit of a break, and we'll get right into the Nothing Ear Ones after the break. All right, so one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on, Jeff, is because um, being one of the premier audio creators on YouTube, like I wanted to get your perspective on these brand new earbuds that have come out from Nothing, and I always love how hard it is to talk about a company whose name is literally nothing like it's the hardest thing to do <laughs> let's talk about nothing and then the show Punk stops galore, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's what i've been seeing all the time all the reviews and everything that people have done all their unboxing it's, it's like pun city i'm like nice this is excellent but all the dad jokes are going to be gone man so <laughs> see what I, I have to come up with something special for my own but no i'm actually i'm um i'm excited about them because they're trying to do something a bit different but so far from what I've seen, um, I believe they're going to perform well, mm-hmm. but are they going to be better than other offerings that are already on the market for this price? 
that to me is highly doubtful, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited nonetheless. So like they're going to go live tomorrow morning, I believe at five or six a.m. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I I can't stand that. I can't stand that model. Like one of my buddies picked them up for 400 bucks. Like he's he's already in transit, but he got them for four. I was like, dude, 400 really? And he was like, yeah, I mean, he's another channel, another reviewer. Sure. But I was just like, hey, you know, much respect, dude, you know, get, get that video out. But 400 bucks, dude, like, so he, he thinks he's going to be able to make his money back on it uh, because it's a numbered unit and like the whole thing. So I'm like, hey, you know, do what you do. I, I'm going to get up early tomorrow. Hopefully can get in on the drop. If not, I don't know. You know, have to wait till I think after that you have to wait till the seventeenth of August or something. Oh so. man, I guess I should try to shoot because I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't have to wake up super early to pick up Isa, but if, ugh, I I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but as far as like the actual product itself is concerned, I mean, we did get a teaser a while back, and it did look oh, like yeah. it obviously looked like an earbud, but now it's like they hollowed not hollowed out. They made a clear casing for like an airpods pro and that's it's a bit of a gross oversimplification of what these products actually are but it's really hard not to think of an airpod pro when you see the shape of these earbuds um but how do you feel about the design the clear casing all of that stuff the actual case itself looking like a i don't even know what to call it but it's got it's got a unique look to it yeah no i like the fact that they kind of went left field with it there now to be fair um, most people don't follow the market as closely as I do. Like mm-hmm. I'm monitoring, you know, websites out of Shenzhen and like a lot of different stuff. So I'm seeing a lot of the cutting edge stuff that's coming out there. They are trying everything, mm-hmm. like everything you can think of. There's one that looks like a pen and then you like fold it. And that's the tip that goes in your ear. It's crazy. So there's all kinds of weird stuff going on. Um, especially on the gaming side too. There's a lot of gaming stuff, but, um, you know, I, I assume the reason that they picked the shape, the same reason that a lot of companies pick this shape, first of all, because it works. Mm-hmm. Apple went with the shape because it works. And especially if you care about uh, microphone and phone call quality, if you care about that, then you it's, it's preferred to go with the stem cell to get the mics closer to your mouth. That That's a little bit better for that, that purpose. But also it allows, it gives you additional packaging where you could put a larger battery in, you could put better technology and you get a little more room to work with instead of having the buds going this way at least now they're going this way true yeah um so it's a little bit better but i like the design overall i was kind of surprised though because when they were talking about clear um i'm surprised that only the stem is clear i thought the whole thing was going to be transparent and um that's what kind of when when they finally unveiled it and it has the the white bud portion i was like oh that's interesting so um but overall i like it i mean i i think it's a cool looking contrast you know i'm glad that it's I'm glad that it's an in-ear design and not an open design. Mm-hmm. So, um, but aside from that, I mean, in the case, I thought that was kind of neat. Like it's different, and I do like that. It's it doesn't look like every single other earbud. I like right now. No lie, there's legit thirty sets of Trueless earbuds on my desk right now in front of me, and that's just on my desk. That's not including the side desk and everything else. Um, and most of the cases look the same. Yeah, you know, they're either square or they're oval. And to see something completely out of the blue that's totally different is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, there's a bit of like a brand identity behind the way that these things are being designed. Um, I agree with you there. Like it's one of those, but this is where I kind of come in with this question, which is like, how much does this kind of stuff actually, if the sound quality is, let's say, above decent, but not amazing, if the ANC, and, and it is 
it is significant that these have active noise cancellation at $99. Not to say that mm-hmm. any other earbuds below that price point don't have it because they do, but mm-hmm. um, ANC at $99, this particular shape, this particular design, how much does, because hype is a whole different conversation. I'm just yeah. looking at the actual product. The way that it looks, the way that it'll make you feel how people look at you when they see them in your ears or when they see you bust them out, how much of that... Um, factors into how much you like a device oh i mean yeah i totally get what you're saying and i think more than anything it's gonna be something that stands out mm-hmm. i think if people see you wearing them they're they're probably gonna ask you what they are because they're like oh those airpods look different or whatever you know they might get that idea for people who just don't follow the market um but oh, these are me, nothing think, <laughs> yeah, literally yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, that's exactly what it is, man. So, I mean, it, I think it looks really cool. And on top of that, I mean, having a good feature set, but also having a um, a design that's striking and stands out in the $100, highly competitive $100 market mm-hmm. um, is impressive. Because when I heard that they were, that Carl Pye was doing this, when I started hearing rumors about them going to bring out a set of earbuds, I was fully expecting $150 to $199. Okay. That's exactly what I was expecting, full mid-range. And the fact that they went technically to the budget side, um, I was impressed. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like very impressed that this is what they're going to bring to the table. So, and then from conversations I've had with people who have them, um, they're enjoying them, but I still am going to, thankfully that doesn't affect my review. I'm going to be testing them for myself and see what I like. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so far from what I've heard and seen, they're performing surprisingly well. So, but we'll see. There's a lot of, there's, I, I can't stress this enough. The competition under 100 is ridiculously fierce. When you have Soundcore with their P3, you have Edifier with their NeoBuds Pro, you have one more with their ComfoBuds Pro. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many. You've got Oppo out here, Huawei's out here as well. Yep. There's so many uh, in the budget side of things that it's, it's going to be tough, man, but I'm going to have a lot of fun you know, giving context for people. When I do my review, I'm going to, I'm going to line them up against the top dogs and see where they stack up. They could come out on top. I've heard a lot of good about this company that did the tuning. I've heard a lot of good about them. Yeah. They, they make those like beat makers, right? Isn't that, I'm trying to remember the name. I think one of my old buddies who uh, used to work at sound guys, Adam Molina, um, he's, he uses one of those and he was actually trying to get me on one of them. He's like, make beats for your own videos. I was like, oh, I have, I don't, I'm not good at that. What are you talking about? I, <laughs> I listen to hip hop. I don't make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man. Cause you can, you can do that stuff. That's all another side conversation, but my buddy Travis does it with, uh, what's there's a piano or beat making app on iOS that's hmm. like included with it. I forgot what it's called, but my garage um, band, right? No, no, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, garage. Yeah, okay. so, so he'll he for like the music on his channel and on his podcast, it's all stuff that they made themselves. I'm like, oh, that's pretty man. awesome. I I would love so. to do something like that. Like I've done instruments in the past. I've, I've been a piano player, but oh, that's nice. about it. Like I don't know. I mean, can you imagine just like classical music playing in the background? Maybe? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. You know who did that? Uh, uh, it was months ago, but one when he was starting his podcast one time decided to play um, the uh, Swan Lake. I think it was Bach. Mm, and yeah. it was it dude it was great like we were all in there like wow this is a this is a classy podcast man like <laughs> let me go get my wine what are we doing today i also love that it's public domain music yeah. so of course you could use it without copyright claims i mean that's a pretty smart idea now that i'm thinking about 
yeah, it was cool. Like it was different because usually it's just like, you know, either some people do techno, some people do rock. Um, I'm like a lo-fi, I, I'm a lo-fi guy yeah. for my videos. So yeah, that's yeah. why I usually do. So, yeah. Some people do like more chill stuff. Like I'll do chill trap for the beginning of my live streams. Yeah. So, but it's, everybody has their thing. And, um, uh, but I hadn't never thought of it. Like, should I throw some piano in here? Like this would have been dope. So um but yeah so it's it's different for everyone but that's kind of cool yeah um one uh one point that you brought up which actually is like one of the main things that has been in in the forefront of my mind recently is you're right 99 there are so many choices at this price point and what i find interesting and this is i'm more of like a bird's eye view type of like i don't get down in the weeds too often which yeah. may or may not help me as a tech content creator but um i like to go macro with a lot of stuff I notice that a lot of these earbuds that are coming out, they all seem to prioritize maybe one at the most two very specific things. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Um, $99 for the nothing ear ones. Um, good, uh, interesting design. They do have ANC. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I feel like I'm not going to like on them is a four hour battery life. Not, yeah. my, not my favorite thing. Um, so there's that. And then at $99, there's also the Pixel Buds A-Series, which don't have ANC. They don't have like a unique design, but they have the Google Assistant. Is yeah. $99 enough to, to is that enough to justify $99? And then of course there's Galaxy Buds Plus at 99 super long battery life, still the longest I've ever had on an earbud. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on sort of like that segment where everyone is, seems to be at even that price point where you can make a product that is everything to everyone everyone seems to be specializing in something yeah yeah they'll usually try to focus on something and they'll leave something out so people have a reason to complain but it's it's one of those things where i'm i'm happy for it i'm actually this is kind of the beauty of it and i've been telling this people telling this to people for a long time is it is ultra competitive the wireless earbud market is incredibly competitive but the beauty of it is it's a race to add how many features can we pack into this and how low can we charge this price? Mm -hmm. And it's, that's, that's the beauty of it because consumers win all this competition is a win for all of us because it's forced them to make better products. It's forced them to give us more features and it's forced them to bring the price down. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm really happy about. But when we, when we're looking at things like um, galaxy buds plus or the pixel buds, a um, they might not have, all the bells and whistles, but what they do, they do it very well. Mm-hmm. They specialize very specific on what they do. Google Buds A being probably one, if not the most, no, it's, it's one of the most comfortable earbuds I've ever worn. Yeah. Um, just incredibly comfortable and n- totally unobtrusive and very, very small. So even people with smaller ears um, can wear them and stuff. So, um, but I like seeing that. I like even, even if you have to sacrifice one or two features, to bring some of the larger known names into the lower price segment, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would love to see that. Like even Sony, um, it's tough for them to do it, but they have the XB 700 earbuds that hover between 80 and like 130 bucks, depending on the day on Amazon, but they have one that gets down there. Um, but I'd love to see them come back with something else because those are missing a few features that were a little on the, on the bulky side. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had excellent battery life. They're like 11 hours and they're super bassy. So if like you're a base head, like they were great, but at full MSRP, I think they're like 150, which was nope, not, not paying that. Mm. But if you can get them for like 60 or 70 bucks, perfect. So I'd love to see more of, of Sony. Google's done it. Um, 
OnePlus has done it for a while because they were doing fifty and sixty dollar earbuds for a while. So, but I'd love to see some of the bigger companies come down on their prices on stuff. Like Beats got closer with they brought out the Flex, which is a neckband, but with the Beats Studio Buds, they got closer. They brought it down to one hundred and fifty. Excellent value for what they offer. But you know, I'm still waiting for them to like Apple. One of them, I know the Apple tax is real and the Beats tax is real, but I'd love to see them kind of all right. Let, let's let's bring something maybe with less features, maybe a non-noise canceling option mm. coming in, you know, at that $100 price point, it would be killer because I'd love to see the big names compete at this level. Yeah. Um, you know, even if we just compare them to each other and not to the other rest of, of what's out there at a hundred bucks. Um, but I'd love to see it, man. You know, that's the competition for me is like, that's the most fun part about this whole thing right now. Yeah. I, I, I love that it is happening as well because, well, it, it also helps us as create as creators in that we can actually sort of hone in on very specific segments of the market because it's very easy for someone like us to be like, oh, the Pixel Buds A um, have this demerit compared to the wf mark fours and it's like well what kind of comparison is that really <laughs> like, it's a little yeah. bit too harsh um when you are yeah. looking at a pair of earbuds that is three times the price almost um so i i found myself not doing that like as part of the content but i did find my i did say it at one point and i said bear in mind the wf mark fours are way up there compared to what the pixel buds a are, are are providing and if anything a person like me is very privileged to be able to have a and c in the wfs and then if I just want to be comfortable, I just can reach over for the Pixel Buds A. So that's the reason why I have that context of this is why I know this is different from this. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And that's something that I think a lot of people miss because they they only see the XM4 or they want the general consensus that this is the best and then everything else has to stack up against it. But don't put the context into it that these are, you know, a third of the price, mm-hmm. but they deliver. You know, they really deliver on the sound quality. That's what really blew me away about them. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just happy to see kind of where this is going and hopefully, and that's like also my goal with even my videos is to provide context for what's happening. Um, trying to make sure that I'm including higher end earbuds in comparisons against the lower, lower tier or lesser known brands. Yeah. Um, because it's, they offer a lot just because it's not Sony, Apple, Google, Samsung, um, you know, people write them off automatically. And I'm like, you really shouldn't do that. There are some, some crazy good products out here from companies that you would not imagine. Um, what was one of the best ones that I've heard in a long time was from Oppo They're the Oppo Enco X, mm-hmm. um, are there, there, that's a partnership with them and Dyn audio and they're excellent. And Oppo, we normally can't even get it here. I had to order them. Like I'm going to order them on AliExpress and wait like a month for them to arrive or something. Oh yeah. Um, but excellent i mean freaking excellent earbuds for 150 bucks i was shocked so um yeah i mean there's there's so much good out there as long as people remain open to stuff outside of like the big four if if you know people want to find other deals and i'm glad to see a lot more people are are starting to see this stuff like they're finding these other brands and and be like okay so it's not like because i i'll have people tell me like oh well they're not apple so i'm like doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like the cool thing about apple is if you have a problem you can take it to an apple store that's great but you know aside from this there's a lot of other options out here for you and lower prices like if you just want to step into the market right now it's a beautiful time because you can start off slow 30 bucks 50 bucks amazing products under 100 you don't want to spend more than 100 bucks you have such a wide plethora of options and 
fully featured. We're talking app support, noise canceling, ambient sound, wireless charging. I mean, everything you could possibly want um, in a set of earbuds, like the, the P3s. I mean, for everything you get out of these for $80 is just nuts. Like mm-hmm. they, I, I told them directly, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Because they have another set of earbuds that's 120. Yeah. And I think these those are the ones that I, I've checked out the $120 ones. They were really yeah. good. Yeah. And it's like, these are just as good, just slightly different, but these also offer a gaming mode as well. I'm like, what? Like, what? <laughs> I adore, so, I adore this level of passion that I'm hearing from you. Uh, yeah. on the, you know, on the tail end of the show now, but like, yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing though, right? That passion is still there. So even if we are trying to like take breaks once in a while and actually yeah. like take care of ourselves, like the passion is still there. So where, um, how do I word this? Uh, I like I was telling Jeff right before this show. Like I, I was already on a live stream, so I'm, I'm, I'm my 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 whole like chest area and vocal cords are like all tired. So I'm like <laughs> taking time right. to like in between my sentences. But mainly, what I wanted to do as a sign off for the show is to just like open up the floor for you. What can uh, everyone look forward uh, to seeing on your channel? Make sure to let everyone know where to find you. And uh, yeah, like go ahead. Uh, the floor is yours. Oh, well, I mean, I'm trying to do more, more of what I've been doing. So, <laughs> so basically going to be like, as far as stuff that's known, it would be the pixel buds. A that's going to be coming out. Um, hopefully the Jaybird Vista two, I've I had some issues with them. So I'm hoping they'll mm. be sending me a second review sample of those. So we can kind of get that review knocked out of, uh, knocked out of the way. Um, also looking forward to looking at some earbuds designed for sleep. Um, so there's a few companies out there, Amazfit's doing stuff like that. Um, Bose, I believe they got into it as well. There's a couple of others, but that's a big wide open market that not a lot of companies are addressing. Mm-hmm. So that's something, um, that I definitely want to, to take, you know, I don't, I don't use earbuds for sleeping, but I get so many requests about that, that I want to make sure that I drop some videos for those people that do need that. Some people have to have that noise, whatever it might be. Um, so that's, that's something that I want to make sure I address too. So we'll be doing that. Plus, um, I'll be doing, uh, I have a video coming out on this guy, the, uh, TCL 20, mm-hmm. um, 20 pro. So I'm going to be doing a review on that one as well. Um, and then hopefully if given time, um, I'm trying to do also some chair comparisons. So like this, this E-Win right here. Oh, nice. Um, and then I'm hopefully going to be, uh, talking to a couple other companies because I'm trying to test out chairs for bigger people like Excel mm-hmm. chairs to see which ones are really good and which ones are just garbage. Um, some of them just can't hang. So, um, trying to do that, make sure, you know, for, for the, for the good of, uh, full figured people out there. hey sounds good to me i would love to see some of those like i i just have like a i just have like a bungee cord chair so like i've never i've never dove into that world so it's great to see that you're branching out into that as well um all right awesome well jeff thank you so much and honestly the door's always open whenever you want to come on if you have anything that you want anything you want to get off your chest in the world of audio or beyond like you know we, we would always love to have you back absolutely man i appreciate being here yeah, definitely. All right. So all of the links for uh, for us and, of course, Pocket Now at Large are in the show notes, and I'm going to go through them in the outro starting now. All right. Thanks.
All of the links for El Jefe Reviews for Jeff and myself are found in the show notes. You can find El Jefe Reviews on YouTube, and he's very active on social media as well, so make sure you hit up those links. Pocket Now is found at PocketNow.com for all of the latest headlines. You can, of course, find Pocket Now on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, and then head over to YouTube.com slash Pocket Now for video content that's coming out basically every single day. With all of that said, though, we're going to call it on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Another thanks to Jeff, new voice slash face on the show, and we're going to have him back, hopefully sooner rather than later but with all that said thank you so much for watching thank you and please take care of yourselves and each other and we will see you in our next episode